Hi, this is Taya from And So She Thought, and this post is called Resolving the Insecurities of the Child. I wrote this back in February, just after Valentine's Day. With Valentine's Day having just passed, I thought it was important to share the love. And who better to share this love with than ourselves? Like so many women, I have suffered terribly from poor self-esteem and low confidence over the years. After I became a mother, I felt an obligation to teach my children to believe in themselves and to build up their self-esteem. However, having grown up with a really supportive family who constantly built me up, I understood that just telling them that they were amazing wasn't going to be enough to make them truly believe it. I was going to have to show them how. But if I didn't truly embrace who I was and love myself, how was I going to be able to role model this love of self to my children? We as parents play such an important role in teaching our children to value themselves. Understanding this has led me to consciously repair my damaged sense of self and to work on learning how to love the person that I am. This is not a quick or easy thing to do, but it's incredibly important. Insecurities don't come out of nowhere. They develop over a lifetime. I believe that to truly achieve acceptance of ourselves, we need to understand the important role that our childhood insecurities have played. Doing this gives us an opportunity to better understand why we feel some of the ways we do and allows us to heal some of our old wounds. I'm reflecting on my own story. Here are a few moments that stood out to me as significant. The first time I remember being called ugly, I was just six years old. A girl in my class told me that I should go out with one of the boys in my class because he was ugly and so was I. This was almost 26 years ago. However, despite moving away when I was nine, I can still remember that girl's name, face and words. This isn't because I think that she was or is an awful person. She was just a little girl who said something stupid. I believe the reason I remember these details is because this was the first time that I can recall being made to feel less than. When I was nine, I had a secret best friend. Sounds exciting, right? Wrong. It was essentially having your best friend tell you that they think you're great, but are too embarrassed for anyone else to know that they like you. As you can imagine, this was absolutely devastating to my self-esteem and really affected the way I felt around my peers. Never cool enough, pretty enough, funny enough. At 10 years of age, I remember trying to save up to buy freckle fading cream and looking in the mirror trying to imagine what I would look like without my freckles. I remember thinking I might even look slightly pretty. I look back on this now and just feel so sad that at the age of 10, how I looked already felt so important to me and that my ideal of beauty was so incredibly narrow. In my fifth grade class, we did an amazing confidence boosting activity. We had the, all these large envelopes, mailboxes stuck around the room. And over the next couple of weeks, we had to put a compliment in every single one of them. I absolutely love the concept behind this. However, the reality for me was that all but one of the notes I received were about me being good at maths. I remember opening note after note, just hoping someone saw me as anything more than just smart. Ironically, now I look back and wonder if the girl who received notes just commenting on her appearance was just hoping someone thought she was smart. I also feel incredibly lucky to have had that one friend who saw me for all that I was. Thank you, Hayley. Obviously, like most of us, I had so many different moments in my school days that led to self-doubt and crushed my self-esteem. Having a workmate at my first job make fun of me for walking like an emu, hearing someone in my netball team make fun of my Miss Piggy nose, and then falling asleep holding my nose down for months afterwards. Being the only girl in my group not invited to a friend's birthday party because the cool new girl didn't like me, the list goes on.
Kids will be kids and sometimes kids will be mean. Over time you build up your resilience and are better able to cope with the nasty comment or jibe. However, knowing all this doesn't mean the emotions you felt and possibly still feel because of these moments are invalid or unjustified. I do believe though that as adults we owe it to ourselves to resolve these emotions and that doing so is an important part of learning to love who you are now. I recently saw an Instagram post by Sarah Heron, the founder of SheLift. In this post, she described how she completed an activity on the advice of her trainer, Debbie, which aimed to address and overcome some of her childhood insecurities. Debbie asked Sarah to find a photo of herself as a kid that she hated, to find, and then to find three positive things about herself. Sarah, who had previously described herself as awkward, chubby, and unsure, tells of how easy it was to find a photo she hated, but of how hard it was for her to find three things she actually liked about herself in that photo. After staring at the image intently for a while, she was finally able to find these things. And having completed this exercise allowed her to understand the way in which the impressions we all have of ourselves can vastly vary from how others see us. So here goes. To check out mine, have a look at insociethought.com and look up the blog, Resolving the Insecurities of the Child. So I found a photo of myself, um, I don't know, I'm probably about 11 um, and I'm in a bikini in my grandparents' backyard. I actually had this photo emailed to me from my mum a few months ago as I was compiling photos to make my little sister a birthday present. I remember opening this particular file and thinking, ew, no. Sure enough, this shot wasn't included in the book. So now, based on Sarah's activity, I found myself looking at this photo again. The image was cropped from a photo of myself with my dad and my sister, taken in my grandma's backyard after performing a gymnastics routine that we'd made up when I was about 11. My initial reaction and natural perception of this photo was of a tall, daggy, pale, freckle-faced girl with a weird-looking tummy. However, I needed to look past these insecurities and to see something more. Wow, this was tough. And that is pretty sad. This is a photo from about 20 years ago, and I still feel that little girl's insecurities. I completed this activity while sitting next to my husband and had to fight the urge to ask him what he liked. As what he could see wasn't the point. I needed to learn how to validate myself through my own eyes. So what did I see that I liked? I saw kindness in my eyes. I saw a toned athletic arm from endless hours of netball, which I absolutely loved. And finally, I saw a loved and loving little girl. Completing and sharing this activity made me feel so incredibly vulnerable and insecure. Sharing a photo I hate of myself is hard. It makes me feel sad that even now I look at the little girl that I was and I feel those same insecurities for her. However, it also makes me feel proud. I feel proud of the way I loved and I still do love. I feel proud that even though, like many women, I still have an uneasy relationship with my body, I am proactively working on changing that. I also feel proud that I'm so much more comfortable with who I am now. I wasn't a cool kid, I'm not a particularly cool adult, but I'm okay with that because I like who I am. I'm a kind, smart, intelligent and funny woman who is a fantastic mother and who cares about people. Those things are so much more important to me than being cool. I recommend completing this activity yourselves. It may feel uncomfortable and it may take a while to identify those things you like but keep looking and find them. Obviously, a lot of our deep-rooted issues are not that easily solved, but it is a step 
that may help move you that bit closer towards loving yourself. You are worthy. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing and you want to know a little bit more about And So She Thought, um, please connect with me. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under And So She Thought. Until next time, thank you.